every time I hear that from Brian Cavelli, I kind of get goosebumps. Like, I'm very, very excited about the intro track for Edge of Your Seat Podcast. You ready for another one? I'm ready, baby. This one is already great. I'm sorry, I don't, I'm so excited that I can't even talk right now. We have a great, great, great phenomenal guest. We actually got our interviewing equipment, skills, maybe the operator, since I was the one pressing <laughs> the button, maybe I just yeah. messed it up. But we finally got an interview to sound awesome, and we had the perfect one to do it with. Well, and you know, the one thing that I will have to say about this is that you won't have to listen to us for an entire 40 minutes or something. You can kind of kind of listen to our guy as well, and what a great kid, Brandon. What a great kid. Ian Roach, boys golfer from Putnam County. He... Phenomenal on the course and just as phenomenal as a human being and Tony found that out real quickly Yeah, he blew me away. He really blew me away for a kid that is uh, senior in high school for his age the way he talks and this was a one-take Situation this was not where we had to call him back. We had to stop anything We did this one time and I mean you want to talk about a kid that that is well uh, Versed on what he knows about golf and I'm a huge golfer uh, I, I love watching it, and so I was able to talk to him, and I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed talking to him. And I really don't know anything about golf except stats and how it's, you know, the the writer stuff. I don't know how to play. I don't know the proper technique to swing my body to hit the ball. <laughs> but if I wanted to know, Ian Roach would be the, probably one of the first people that I went to, like, hey, dude, can you teach me something? Yeah, I've been golfing for 26 years, basically, and uh, I'm sure he could teach me a couple things, you know, the... The stats are just amazing on that kid. Why don't you give him that? Definitely. And I'm really, like I said, we're really happy we got to speak with him. He's coming off of his fourth consecutive trip to the state tournament, IHSA. That's Illinois High School Association. <laughs> Four straight years. Yeah, clap for him. We oh, got to do a lot of that. That was that's amazing. That does not happen every day. Doesn't happen usually ever. No. Only a few people could ever say that they did that. That is amazing. So congrats to him. He got fourth this year, which is the best. He went from, I, I got the numbers in it, but I think it went 39, 35, 10, 4. So 10th Sounds last year right. to fourth this year. That's in, that's incredible. Well, and in that conversation we have with him, uh, in this conversation that you're going to hear, I, I, I cannot tell you enough to actually sit and listen to it because the way he goes through things, and there's a, there's a situation where I asked him, I said, I said, do you feel like you could have beat those three guys that were ahead of you? And the answer he gave me is exactly what I knew what was coming because I'm a golfer. Because I know, I, I sit there and watch and say, I could have shaped that shot, you know. Uh, but it, it was a great conversation piece with them, and I really do hope they enjoy it. Definitely. We got some ball jokes. Unfortunately, I was the blunt, the brunt of the joke, yeah. as always. <laughs> If it's a hair joke, you know I'm the one that's going to be being made fun of. I was made fun of by Ian just a little bit, but he said bald guys are nice. Right, yeah. So, so well, I think that was his way of uh, kind of even keeling the whole situation so we'd actually still put this on. We kind of we kind of put him in the middle. Yeah. Like, hey, pick between hair and go bald. Well, bald. The best part was is we didn't even <laughs> – nothing was versed. None of this was versed. That's, I think that's why I'm as excited about it as you are, buddy, because that was, that was excellent. That was a good piece. Like we said, great person to talk to, easy interview, no editing. We're taking it straight from the file to put on another file, and that's all we're doing with it because it was that awesome. Again, congratulations to Ian for four years of awesome hard work and results and anything that you want as a boys golfer and hope them the best for the future. Yeah, and good luck. Good luck in the college, and uh, like I said, I – 
I can't reiterate enough how well it was talking to him, and that conversation was amazing, and he was well well talked. It's there's no there's no gaps in all any of this. I mean, the conversation uh, flows and it's smooth, and like I said, you guys are gonna enjoy this. So so enjoy. Definitely. Uh, real quick, we're just gonna let the interview play, and then that'll be the end of this show. Uh, we're getting everything out of the way now. Um, again, props to Brian Cavelli. Awesome intro track. Keep it going, baby. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing, and thank you for letting me use that, or us use that. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep it forever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd ever want to change that. No, we don't need to change it. It's perfect. That's 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 going to be, people are going to hear that, and that, that they're going to know. Boom, there's Brandon and Tony right there, you know, and Brian Cavelli, boom. Somebody would have to do something really, really crazy for me to pass that one up, even if it was Cavelli. Cavelli would have to give me something like the best thing that he'd ever done for me to replace well, that one. He's our guy, so make him do it. Definitely. <laughs> for sure. And you might hear that, too. You heard, you heard uh, yesterday's. Cool. And speaking of that, thank you guys for tuning in, especially yesterday. First show. Had our little, you know, tweaks and stuff that we want to fix. Hopefully this one's better, and the next one's better, and the next one's better. We're going to try to improve every single show and make this entertaining for you as entertaining for you as it is for us and if we don't get better then that's our own fault we're going to work hard at that and uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this what a great kid definitely enjoy Ian Roach adios adios so me and Tony have a rare treat today we have uh, I've been covering him for four years at Putnam County excellent boys golfer we have Ian Roach with us how you doing Ian Roach I'm doing pretty good I mean, four years at Putnam County, you have been an excellent golfer. Everybody in the area knows that. Just um, You were just at state. You finished fourth. Talk about that feeling. You're fourth in the state at 1A, Class 1A. That's got to be a great feeling. Yeah, um, just going to state all four years, too, was definitely a treat. I mean, every time I went there, I always thought about the tournaments that I went in um, uh, for summer, and just nothing felt like state. I mean, every time I went there... It was just a different feeling of, you know, uh, going there and seeing all the really good golfers and playing with them. You know, obviously my first two, year, two years, I didn't really play too hot, you know, to my expectations because every single time at State, I was going to win. Obviously, you know, the first two years, it wasn't very, you know, achievable at my at my stature where I was like well, maybe 5-1. But, you know, it was still <laughs> it was still a really good experience to go there and just go with my team the first two years obviously and you know last year i didn't have the privilege of going with my buddy ben but we still had a lot of fun for the last year definitely um talk about that feeling when you're going there you know the competition is better than you know every other meet that you play in throughout the year does that make you instantly feel like hey i'm one of the best players in the state or does it still make you want to earn it and like hey i have to play with them um it kind of makes me almost think about everything that I've done this year to get my skills better. And it almost makes me doubt myself sometimes, you know, am I really better than them? And, you know, have I worked hard enough? Um, you know, I see there's Marcus Smith last year where he won state and I played with him both practice round last year and the practice round this year. And it was just amazing to see how far he hit his drives past me. You know, I was like, maybe if I worked a little bit harder, I could get to that level of, you know, hitting it straight, that straight and that far. But, you know, yeah, it does make you have a different feeling where you just you I, I almost get into a better zone, though, with with better players. So it's probably a good thing having me around better players. Definitely. Um, all four years going to state play at Prairie Vista Golf Course in Bloomington. I mean, four straight years of going to this course for state. 
at this point? Were you kind of used to it? Did you know the nooks and crannies? Um, yeah, because I, I mean, me and my buddy were just so excited to go to the next day at state. He was like, you know, hey, Roach, I've never felt this good going into state the last, you know, four years. Have you? I was like, no, I, I've never played Prairie Vista that bad or that good, you know, and just had the confidence to go in the next day. I mean, I almost knew that I was going to get in the top five if I just played my game, not had any blow up holes. So, uh, Prairie Vista was just a course that, you know, didn't really fit my game the first three years and it did the last year. So, yeah. Perfect. I'm going to let uh, Tony talk some some golf with you, the the X's and O's. He was, sure. he was pretty much trying to make fun of me when he said, <laughs> you know, people that don't play golf don't know about that. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I, get a, I get the point of Ian is there's, there's just things that happen, especially like I was telling you, I played four years myself and there's there's things that happen that people don't understand, you know. Let's let's just let's just make it clear that uh, I don't know if it's different. I know that what you went, what were you a freshman in 2016? Mm-hmm. I okay. think so, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you take you take that difference in the fact that we're kind of like a 12 years apart from being in high school. But I mean, the part where I was at, like golf was kind of a laughable sport when I was in school. You know, it was always about the football teams and stuff like that. But I'll tell you, this area has some of the best golfers that you are going to find. I mean, you would agree with me there, right? Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with you. I mean, there's still a lot of players out there. I mean, some notables would be Nathan Potoff. I mean, Caleb Alter is still pretty good. I think he'll he was thinking about going to IVCC with me um next year too, but you know, he I think he turned down the offer. But then there was also really good players that I that I literally grew up with with like um John Putoff and I think um Caleb Jasinski was also one just there's a lot of guys, uh Connor Bean, Mitch Imony. You know, there there was a lot of really good golfers that I was always, you know, trying to get better than and or just be having some good competition with. So, yeah, there was definitely a lot of good golfers around here. So I know you probably don't check this every time, but what, what, what do you average on a drive, if you don't mind me asking? Um, on a drive, probably for carry distance, I would say 280 yards oh. and then total driving distance, just like maybe 295, 300. You you got me by thirty yards, buddy, easily. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I do want to ask a question to you though, and this is I was thinking about this as you were talking, and this is kind of just off the top of my head. My question is is in a situation where you're at state like that, you did it four years in a row, which is just that's fantastic, man. For somebody like me that I've I've watched some really good golfers. Uh, I went to Mendota, so I, I I watched some really good golfers out of there. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of a Kyle Kastner from Princeton. Uh, the kid was amazing. He was really good for Princeton. Uh, but four years in a row. My question is: is even though you finished fourth, do you ever look at those people in front of you, those three guys in front of you, and say, "I know I could have beat them"? Yeah, definitely. Thank because you. you know, at any one day. You go to a golf course and, you know, um, anybody at state could have won, you know, until the first round was over. I mean, that first round, in a sense, is just pointless, I guess, to until the next day where you're just saying, you know, we were all really good caliber golfers. Mm -hmm. So all we had to do was just play the way that we practiced all year long and just how hard we worked for it. And so, yeah, I, I definitely think that. How many times did you practice Prairie Vista before you actually played at state? Um, I think I practiced Prairie Vista two or three times yeah. just to get some confidence and to get some good rounds under my belt. And I think this, the third round is actually almost exactly like state. So it felt pretty good to go there and just have confidence with it. Did you, did you catch yourself switching up clubs any, any certain way? Did you have windy days where you're kind of like, ah, you know what? I might, 
I might end up taking a driving iron off the tee here, or, or instead of that, maybe switching back to a three wood or, or a hybrid or something. Did you have any of that situation, or did you just kind of just stick uh, to the course? Surprisingly, there was only about one hole where I just thought to myself, actually, probably about three, just because some of the holes you have to hit it like a knockdown shot in the wind right. and to make sure you don't have a lot of spin on the ball so it doesn't come down the ridge. Like, for example, number five at Prairie Vista, there's a double ridged hole. And sometimes the flag is on top of the ridge or the flag is on top of the ridge. And if you hit it on top of that, it could stay, but it could also roll the back down. And there's also a second one too, that has two ridges. Um, same thing. You gotta, you gotta hit it in, um, to knock down into the wind and you have to get the right distance and also have the right spin. So those were some holes where at the practice round, I was telling myself, okay, maybe I, instead of taking a full swing, here into the wind or taking a full swing with a knockdown shot, I should be taking a higher club to get less spin and to have a more penetrating ball flight. Other than that, there was just a, I just changed from my driver on a par five to a three wood cause I could reach the, um, the, um, water hazard up there since I had wind at my back. Well, and the, and the mental part of it, that's what I've always said. I said, I said, golf is almost a hundred percent mental. I've always believed that. And it'll bring my one question before I bring this back over to Brandon. I, I have golfed a lot where I've, I've been around, like I said, I did it for four years and I did it where there was a lot of people around at a lot of times. And I, like I said, I've played in the, the IV club championship. We've all done that and mm -hmm. stuff. I didn't play at the championship level, however, but my question to you is, does it ever stop getting nerve wracking on that first tee? Well, no, I, I don't think it does because I mean, as much as you think about how hard I've worked too. I mean, that's always what you think about on the first tee. You don't want to lose. If Even if I'm at a pretty, you know, a tournament where there's not a whole bunch of competition, I still want to tell myself, blow these guys out of the water. I mean, don't right. don't win by one or two strokes. You have to win by 10. I wasn't super nervous at state, actually. Surprisingly, I was relaxed. And yeah, I had a little bit of nerves going with my stomach, but I just thought to myself, you can do this, man. Just don't get nervous. You know, keep your mind in a stable uh, place and you should be fine. Well, and the one thing that I've always told myself is I get up to the first tee and I say, you know, don't pull it left, you know? And the problem is, is that's not the way you want to think. People that don't golf don't understand that. You go up there and say, don't pull it left, you're, you're going to pull it left. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, <laughs> that's usually what happens. And right. then you're like, ah, so, yeah, crap, here, that's here we I go. Am. You that's know? how I am. It takes a couple holes for me to actually get in my groove. So it always, for the first... Every time I get out to the first uh, hole or two are the ones that are like, okay, I, I can got, I got to get through these, and then and then I should be good once I get out there. And I, I kind of wondered for somebody that is a caliber golfer like yourself if you thought the same way or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very true, honestly. I've had lots of experience on the first tee where I there's only been a couple times where I'm not super nervous, but I'm always nervous. I've always been nervous. That's why I've never even been on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the driving range, but I'm not, I, I don't know. I, it kind of seemed like slow and boring to me when I was, I was younger. I really appreciate golf now, but when I was younger, it was just too slow, too boring. I was a basketball player, a football player, stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't play golf. Yeah. It always seems like, um, when you ask, when people ask, Hey, are you, are you a golfer? And then you go like, yeah. And then all they say is, Oh, it's just hitting a ball around. Golf is super boring to watch when yeah. I watch golf all the time and I can appreciate you know, the pressure that goes into everything, every single shot. And then like baseball or, or basketball, I should say, where you're just shooting a ball into a hoop. I could say the same thing as Vegas. I get, you know, golf is just all mental though. That's why they don't see the complexity inside of it. One more thing about state. I mean, you had mentioned you'd been there four years in a row. 
congrats to you, man. That's a really impressive deal. Not a lot of people can say that they've done that. Super congrats, because that is impressive for somebody like me, man. That's awesome. I really appreciate it, guys. And not only have you went, you improved every year. 2016, Mm -hmm. your freshman year, you finished 39th. 2017, as a sophomore, you're 35th. Last year, as a junior, you finished tied with six people for 10th place. And then this year, you go to 4th. Just talk about that climb every year and what you did personally to try to make that happen. I always, I mean, I know it sounds a little repetitive now, but it's just how hard I work. I mean, I show people sometimes the calluses on my hands and they say, how do you get those calluses? And I'm like, I hit balls three or four hours a day. I mean, I have to get better or else I'll come back to this day and I'll think, man, I really could have practiced more. I mean, you want to put as much effort into improving as as possible. And I've done the work and it's shown, thankfully, but that's, that's what it's been resorted to practicing short game, three hours a day, hitting balls until I feel comfortable with my swing. I mean, sometimes I'll be hitting the ball good and I'll still say that doesn't feel right. I have to make it feel right. And then from there, it just, it just goes on from there. I I could just keep nodding my head right now, to be honest. It's it's funny. (laughs) He is. And so am I, I I really don't know what you're talking. No, I do. I do. We're both nodding our head like, yeah, man, he knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, You were also, when you were speaking before, you were mentioning, you know, players that you've Battled against Nathan and John Pothoff, who were... John graduated from St. B last year, and Nathan is there now. Caleb Alter from Princeton. And then you also mentioned, you know, players that you have played with. Caleb Drzinski, Mitch Omni, Connor Bean. Talk about that at, at Putnam County. I mean, this is your senior year, but you have been formed all four years around really, really good golf. So that must have made it, I don't know, easier for you to get to the caliber you have. But just talk about that and having those kind of people around you. The way around me is that you know as good as the golfers that they were I wanted to show them that you know even though I was a small guy I could still beat them and a couple times I did freshman year and actually in sectionals I beat all of them uh this little 410 guy they the guy actually um <laughs> hung hung the medal up above me about two or three feet he's like come and get it come and get it and I was like okay thanks a lot you know <laughs> you don't have to make me feel subconscious about my height but I that that was the motivation behind it really uh to to show these guys that you know I'm not just a cocky little 410 guy I mean I can play golf and that's what I tried to do Definitely. How tall are you now? I know you've grown a little bit. Well, just a little bit. Five nine. Five nine is, you know, a little bit taller than four ten. <laughs> just just a tad. Yeah. I remember just a seeing bit. I remember seeing you as a freshman and I was like, okay, I'm wondering what this guy can do on the golf course because he is not very big at all. I and mean, you blew me away instantly. What were you driving as a freshman? Um, as a freshman, probably two hundred and fifteen to two hundred and twenty yards. That's amazing, man. At that at that height, that that is amazing. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did you have to put every like half ounce of your body weight into that? Pretty much, you, yeah. Because I was. Um, <laughs> if you've ever seen Bubba Watson uh, hit the ball, oh, where yeah. he's just standing straight up, you know that was me all the time. <laughs> and you know how we were just talking about you and and that group of guys, Drzinski, uh Ben, also. How do you say his last name? Is it Kerr, sir? It's uh, Seer. Seer, okay. <laughs> I, I always say it wrong. I've never spoken to him directly, so I always 
I, I say it different every time, hoping once that I'll say it right. But my, my grandpa says it uh, differently, too. He calls him Ben Cry. He's like, how's that Cry <laughs> kid How's that cry kid doing? I'm like, it's, it's Sear, Grandpa, but it's it's okay. I'll just let you know how he's doing. <laughs> That's funny. So just those those couple people or those group of people, not couple, there's been a, a, quite a few of you guys. But you guys have made golf for Putnam County and at uh, Edgewood Golf Course or Golf Club in uh, McNabb made it popular you guys have made it where we're waiting for the fall as a sports writer or sports fan for putnam county to get on the golf course just talk about being part of that being part of that probably is just it it is very very fun for me um always looking forward to the golf season and i i love playing with really good golfers too so you can imagine how exciting it is for me to think hey state's only about two months away from you know, just starting the golf season. I mean, going there every single year with good golfers is is motivation for me, obviously. And I would always look forward to it every single year. Everybody always wants to know this, and I'm sure you've probably answered this a million times. How did you get into golf? Did you grow up on a golf course? Did you did you have an uncle? Did you have a dad? Did, who who was it that actually got you going? And about what age did you start playing that playing the game? Well, I was about three years old. I had I really liked a cartoon. It was called Blues Clues, I think, if you know about it. Oh yes. Yeah. And he would always have his handy dandy notebook, right? Mm-hmm. He would draw pictures on it, and I was like, "Damn, that's really really cool." So I'm gonna get one of those, and I had about six or seven of them. Where every <laughs> single time he got his handy dandy notebook, now mind you, I didn't draw as good as him, <laughs> right. but. <laughs> but I, I, I really loved the show and I liked drawing at the time too. And so, um, there was one day where my grandpa came over and my dad, uh, I think it was just for just a random Sunday dinner after church or something like that. And, um, we sat down and we watched, started to watch golf because Tiger was, I think winning a championship, something like that in 2002. And so I look at them and I was just instantly drawn in because my grandpa and my dad were watching TV. And so I just, looked up and I started getting really interested in it. And then, you know, the yardage books, right. For the the professionals, I was like, Hey, they have a handy dandy notebook. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. That's That's what I have. And I love having a handy dandy notebook. So I would just uh, admire them. And I, all of a sudden my dad, I mean, we have five acres in the backyard with um, a horse in our pasture and my dad would cut the pasture so I could hit balls out into the backyard after he bought me uh, three starter clubs. And then from there it was just, on and on. And my dad would tell me it was mostly my dad that got in me in it because he would put so much passion into teaching me, even though he wasn't a professional teacher or anything like that. He took his common knowledge and let me be creative and shape my golf game from that. So um, he would always tell me there's that red bucket out there where your sister swings um, from. The, it was like a tree swing. Uh-huh. And he says, put a ball in that bucket and make it stay in there and I'll give you a DS game. And from there, it was like, <laughs> that on. was the motivation for about four or five years. And then about 10 years old, I started to play competitively. And then that was just about where it um, crossed off and just, it was just me golfing and enjoying it. That's good stuff, man. First of all, what's your dad's name? My dad's name is Bill or William. He likes to be called Bill. We have to give Bill a shout out for raising a, a fantastic golfer. And a fantastic yeah. person. I, I'll say that right now. You are very easy to talk to, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll let him know that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> or or you could just have him listen to the podcast. Yeah, I'll have him listen to the podcast. <laughs> That'd be a great one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Funny that you brought up Tiger Woods because I was going to ask you, since he started at three years old, we always see the very popular videos of Tiger Woods hitting the ball around at a very, very young age. Do you guys have some mm-hmm. family home videos like that around? 
We do actually. Um, I think there was one where I got my first uh, plastic set of clubs and it was at my mom's uh, friend's house or it was in the pasture. I can't remember. But from there, oh, oh, there's there's a really good one, actually. Um, I have a home video of me taking a potato masher and a wiffle ball, and my sister is sitting um, at the edge of the bed. And so I would hit balls in between my bed frame, which had little tiny holes in it, and uh, I would try and putt through them. And every time I putt through them, my sister would go to the bottom of my bed frame, to the back of it, and she would get it bring it back up to me so I could hit the potato masher and just keep practicing putting. So it was, it was from there. I just really liked practicing putting and watching tiger at the same time. All right. We need that video. Just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'll try and find it. Um, it's in, and it's in a DVD somewhere, but it was a really good video. I love, I love it every time I look at it. Okay. Well, Tiger Woods is my favorite golfer. Um, I'm going to exclude him though. And uh, I'm going to give you who I believe I really like as an up and coming golfer right now in the PGA. Uh, can you can you confidently give me somebody if I give you somebody? Yeah, I think I could. All right, I'm I'm all I'm all in on Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood, but um, I would probably go into Colin Morikawa. Okay, I've never even heard of him. Yeah, Colin Morikawa is from California, and uh, I think he just won the Barracuda Championship about two or three months ago, about the end of the season, and I love like love his swing it's just an amazing swing huh. it just looks it looks so balanced and then he has this little butter cut that i just love seeing him off the tee with 181 ball speed i'm like it's just absolute butter i'll have to check that out i didn't i don't have to, how do you spell that um c-o-l-n or, or c-o-l-l-i-n and then um m-o-r-i k-a-w-a all right sweet i'm gonna have to check that out out there i'm sure google will pull it up for me as soon as i put in colin golf you know cool. i thought he was asking you how to spell butter i really was well, <laughs> if you could help if you could help me out with that too so i'd have to google it i'd appreciate it his swing would help you spell it that's for sure <laughs> awesome hey uh what well, a couple more things real quick and we'll get get you out of here and i really appreciate it ian uh do you have any other sport that you believe you'd be good at besides golf if, if you played something else or is there another sport that you actually play that i'm not aware of um, well, I don't really play any sports other than golf, but I feel like the easiest transition would be, but would be baseball just because the swing and the biomechanics of like baseball and golf are just so similar. Right. Just the way they move the hips. I probably would be pretty good at it, but I play softball sometimes in PE and I have too much of a upward attack angle on the ball. So I miss the ball cause I'm trying to hit it like a golf ball. Who do you got for the masters but, this, uh, next year in 2020? What's that? Who do you got for the masters? Too early to tell? Uh, well, there's a lot of really good golfers and I don't know if Tiger will take it twice, but I think Rory is probably going to come in pretty hot yeah. or Brooks because Rory is, um, really long. He's really straight. If he gets those drives going with the irons and the putter at Augusta, I mean, it'll go, it'll go really well for him. Yeah, I'd it, like to see Phil win it again though. I know that's I, for I'm sure. A, I'm a Bill Phil, big Phil Mickelson fan myself too. And, uh, yeah, man, that's crazy. Hey, I got I got one more question for you before I turn this back over to Brandon. Are, are you afraid of going bald? <sighs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> does it run in the family or what? Uh, it does sometimes, but my dad, he's 58 years old, and he just has a little bald spot. But he's – um, my my mom's uh, – my grandpa, actually. So he, he was 28 when he went full bald. No kidding. Well, Brandon went full ball to thinking about twenty one, so he's got him beat a little bit. That's yeah. why. That's why I had to make the joke. Yeah, he was. Uh, he always had really like fair hair, and it was really blonde. So it was just. It was meant to be for him, honestly. 
that. But in my defense, you always knew where I was on the golf course if I was there to cover you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a knight in shining armor. <laughs> <laughs> you can always point out the bald guy. Always. Some bald guys are really nice. You never know. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm going to think that's a compliment. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that you mentioned something about playing at IVCC. Is that what's next for you? Yeah, I'll be going there with Sean Kennedy as my coach, and he's just a really, really nice guy. I mean, I just appreciate the attitude he brings to the golf course every time I'm playing. And he was even in some tournaments this year where he just told me after a bogey, he said, stay calm, you're a really good golfer. If you just keep those drives going in the fairway and keep a, st uh, a stable mind, you'll be fine. And so I just took the attitude that he would always tell me and go from there and keep my confidence up. Definitely talking about uh, Sean Kennedy. His son, Jay Kennedy, was a fantastic golfer as well from Henry Sinatchewan. Um, any fine me fond memories of Jake and you on the field or the course together? Yeah, there was one back when I think I was back in uh, seventh grade. And I think he shot 74. You know, at the time, I thought 74 was, like, super good. I'm like, this kid is super-duper good. I mean, you know, 74 now is kind of a, a not not a super good score for me, but he would just hit the ball super-duper far past me and hit, hit his irons just super pure. I was like, how do I get to that level, you know, that quick? I want to get there really, really quick. So, I mean, it was back, I think, in the Spring uh, Spring Creek Junior some. Something like that. It was like the bigger version between the, uh, the Spring Creek League, and it was just an 18-hole golf tournament from there. Mm. He, he won it, I think, both the years that I went. So I was just like, I just want to be like this kid, almost. Say, me and you, when are we going to get together and you can whoop up on me? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd be free any time when the weather is good. I oh, mean, I'm right. always ready to golf. We'll have to do it next year. I'm not bad. You know, I am an 11 handicap. I'm not horrible. It wouldn't like it wouldn't, I wouldn't slow you down, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, I've played with some really bad golfers, so you'll, you'll be fine. Oh, good, because I'm really like a 31. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm well, kidding. I was going to say, you grab one of your bad golfer friends. Me and Tony will come. We'll have a foursome. We'll make a day of it. Sweet. Have a little skins match or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, we're not stupid. That ain't happening. Unless you're using all right, handicaps. All right, all right. Unless you're using <laughs> handicaps, then I'm using a 25 handicap for sure. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Well, we just want to say thank you for uh, joining us. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Ian. Uh, congratulations on your success and best of luck, you know, at IVCC. Thank you so yeah. much, man. I Thanks for having me on. I look forward to, to watching you and reading about you, man, and I appreciate it very much. Nice meeting you. Sweet. Thanks. All Hopefully right, thank we'll get the golf soon. Oh, we will. That's a guarantee. All right. All right. Take care, thank man. Thank you so much, guys.